When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person. And I appreciate you. And I know exactly what you like, all at the same time. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. A gifting moment is always around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Gift easy with Gift Mode on Etsy. Here he is, the passenger who treaded water for 20 hours after falling off a cruise ship. His miracle survival, how he did it. Then, exclusive, she was at the Nightmare Mar-a-Lago dinner with Donald Trump and Kanye West. It got a little bit tense. What she says really went down. Plus, as Princess Kate charms America, major blowback for Meghan and Harry. Look at the headlines. And are Meghan and Harry targeting their sister-in-law? I think they intended to find a photo that made William and Kate look incredibly stern and meek. And the college roommate's murder investigation. The mysterious 3 a.m. 911 call the night of the slaughter. Is there a connection between this frat house and the murders? Plus, inside the so-called love shack, where the Good Morning America co-hosts reportedly spent a long weekend together. We're getting an exclusive look right now. Wow, this is amazing. And the most popular Christmas toys of the season. Give this guy a hug. Can you feel how soft he is? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It was called a Thanksgiving miracle. The 28-year-old man who fell overboard on the first day of his cruise and incredibly, after treading water in the Gulf of Mexico for nearly 20 hours, he was rescued. And now he's talking about his harrowing ordeal, saying he battled sea creatures and somehow found the physical strength to survive. Here he is. Passenger James Michael Grimes is sharing his incredible story of survival after falling overboard the Carnival cruise ship Valor. My worst fear is drowning, and that was something I did not want to have to face. The 28-year-old tells GMA he doesn't remember the events leading up to falling off the ship. Did you have a few drinks? Uh, I had during the day, and I actually did like an air guitar solo. And there was a competition they were doing, and I'd won it, so I'd won a free drink, so I had that. But you were like inebriated and had like a ton of drinks. No, ma'am. How many drinks do you think you'd had? Uh, it's, I couldn't really say. Grimes says the next thing he remembers, he was fighting for his life in the Gulf of Mexico, and the cruise ship was gone. 
I can't float myself even when I'm trying to. So there had to be, you know, the Lord was with me when I was out there because something was holding me up the whole time while I was passed out. For nearly 20 hours, James treaded water and battled sea creatures. I looked around and I seen it at the corner of my eye and it came up on me really quick. And I went under and I could see it. And it wasn't a shark, I don't believe, but it had more like a flat mouth and it came up and bumped one of my legs and I kicked it with the other leg. It scared me not knowing what it was or at the time how big it was. All I could see was a fin. Miraculously, the Coast Guard spotted James 20 miles off the coast of Louisiana. The first thing I actually told him was, I don't have any clothes on. He was hoisted to safety with apparently just moments before his last ounce of strength was gone. The fall didn't kill me. You know, sea creatures didn't eat me. I felt like I was meant to get out of there. Wow. Believe it or not, James says he will go on another cruise ship, but he says next time he will stay at least 10 feet away from the rails. Headlines around the world illustrate the backlash that Prince Harry and Meghan are facing after releasing the preview for their Netflix docuseries, just as Prince William and Princess Kate are visiting the United States. And it is one shot of Kate that's being singled out as especially mean. There is intense blowback today over the trailer for Harry and Meghan's Netflix documentary, released just as William and Kate arrived in Boston for their high-profile visit. I gotta tell you something, what they want is privacy and to get away from the royal family. They got a hell of a way of doing it. The British newspapers are blistering in their coverage. Harry and Meghan accused of sabotaging Prince and Princess of Wales' U.S. visit. Harry and Meghan take their revenge. Harry, do you really hate your family so much? Charlie Langston is an editor at DailyMail.com. The blowback is intensely negative. I think selfish is a word that has been used a lot. And I also think that hypocritical is a word that has been used a lot. Judging by the trailer, the much-loved Kate is apparently being specifically targeted by Meghan and Harry. Short of drawing a goatee and a pair of horns on Kate, they could not have painted her more clearly as the villain, one columnist writes. This photo from the trailer of a stern-looking Kate, as Megan sits behind her, is drawing special attention. It's hard to find an unsmiling or unflattering photo of Kate, yet they've managed it, the columnist says. To me, the choice of the photo suggests that this documentary is going to delve into not only the rift between William and Harry, but also the rift between Meghan and Kate. Kate was on her own today in Boston. The crowd gave her a warm welcome. The future King of England met Caroline Kennedy and her son, Jack. Where's your top coat? He then met with President Biden in frigid Boston weather. This woman has an insight into Harry's tortured relationship with his brother and the other British royals. Catherine Omani, former star of Real Housewives of D.C., says she and Prince Harry had a fling when she was 34 and he was just 21. We had so much fun and so much laughter, and I literally felt like a teenager again. The time we spent together, I generally got the, the thought and the feeling that he was um, feeling like, like, his, like his spare part. Do you think that is why he eventually chose the path he did in distancing himself from the royal family? Absolutely. 
And indeed, Prince Harry's upcoming memoir is entitled Spare. It'll be hitting bookstores January 10th. By the way, that supposed fling happened in 2006. That was a decade before Harry met Meghan. A new twist in the slaying of those four University of Idaho students. We're learning now that just after three in the morning, police got a call about a disturbance outside of Frat House, just a short walk from the crime scene. The murders happened not long after that call. But is there a connection? Jim Ray reports. A mysterious 911 call sent cops rushing to the street the night the four University of Idaho students were murdered. Police logs from that fateful night show a disturbance in this field outside the Sigma Chi fraternity. The Moscow, Idaho police daily activity log reveals officers responded to an alcohol offense at 3.01 a.m. That's right around the time police say the murders were committed. How close is that frat house to the murder scene? Let me show you. Here's the frat house. You walk across the street and right through these apartment buildings. You then continue up this narrow path and then you walk up these wooden stairs and there you are right at the house. We spoke with Brian Enton, senior national correspondent for the cable news channel News Nation, which is airing a one-hour special on the case Sunday. There's a lot of fraternity and sorority houses, and a, an alcohol call wouldn't be out of that, out of the norm. Um, but it's still just weird to think about the fact that the police were so close to this house around the time the murders were happening. In a statement today to Inside Edition, police said the incident is unrelated to the murders. The frat house is also under the microscope because two of the victims, Ethan Chapin and Zana Kernodal, partied there that night. Investigators are also revealing there was a sixth roommate who lived in the house who wasn't home that night. There was Ethan, Zana, Kaylee, and Madison, the two surviving roommates who slept through the attack, and now the sixth young lady whose name we are withholding. Detectives are aware of a sixth person listed on the lease at the residence but do not believe that individual was present during the incident, a police statement says. There were scenes of raw emotion at a memorial service for all four victims at a church in Idaho. Among the mourners, Madison Mogan's boyfriend, Jake. I know she's in heaven and I can't wait to see her again. Also classmates and sorority sisters. My heart aches knowing I can't see her again in this lifetime. We'll find justice for you, Ethan, Maddie, and Kaylee. We love you all so much. And Zana Kernodal's heartbroken dad. She taught me a lot of stuff. She taught me how to be a dad. And I didn't know that until she was gone, you know. The police chief has vowed to not let this case go cold, saying they will work continuously to find as many answers as they can. GMA's Amy Robach and TJ Holmes were back on the air today, and they're still keeping mum about their reported affair. But we've got your first look at the so-called love shack where they were caught on camera. Amber Cogliano takes you inside. We're learning more about the story everyone's talking about, the reported romance between GMA3 co-hosts Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Hey there, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome. They sat beside each other today. Once again, no specific mention of the headline-making news, but they sure seem to allude to it. You know, it's too bad it's Friday. Is it? It's been a great week. You want this one to keep going and going and going. Just enjoy it. Speak for yourself. ABC News executives have reportedly decided the pair won't be disciplined. A source was quoted as saying Amy and TJ did nothing to warrant punishment. They are two consenting adults on equal levels in the company and have a right to date who they want. Most companies discourage workplace romances. Again, there's a big difference between banning them and discouraging them. Why? Because they create a lot of tension when they don't work. 
Both have stopped wearing their wedding rings, and Robach's divorce from actor Andrew Hsu is said to be in the final stages. Meanwhile, a report says Holmes' wife, lawyer Marley Feibig, was blindsided by the alleged affair. A source says although they'd been separated for six months, they were trying to work things out. She's devastated. She had no idea. Hsu has scrubbed his Instagram page clean of any images of Robach. Last night, GMA co-anchor Robin Roberts was asked about the reported romance as she left the White House state dinner. Do you have any comment on uh, TJ and Amy? I don't. This is the so-called love shack where Holmes and Robach spend time together two weeks before Thanksgiving. We're getting an exclusive look right now. Wow, this is amazing. Look at this. Look at this romantic fire. Wow. Let's take a look at the kitchen. This is beautiful. I could definitely see making a nice breakfast here, a nice country breakfast. It is super private, super cozy, very romantic. Apparently, Robach was very pleased with their stay, writing in the guest book, wonderful stay, exactly as advertised. Everything brand new and very cozy. You want this one to keep going and going? Now the dinner, some say, could put the kibosh on Donald Trump's hopes for running for president. The night he shared a meal with anti-Semitic rapper Kanye West and a noted white supremacist. How did that happen? And what was it like at the table? Les Trent spoke exclusively with someone who was there. She's the insider who was at the now notorious dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump, Kanye West, and white supremacist Nick Fuentes. How did it all come about? Karen Giorno worked on Trump's presidential campaign in Florida. She says Kanye's people called her and asked her to pick up the rapper, who now goes by the name Ye, at the airport. I was uh, requested to be the one to pick him up and, and bring him to Mar-a-Lago. Did you know who all was going to be at the airport when you, when you went to pick them up? I was told it was yay. There was a second phone call um, kind of halfway into my drive down to Miami that uh, he would be arriving with two other people. Now, she says she didn't know who Nick Fuentes was and drove them to Mar-a-Lago where they were waved through the gates by security. You can't get onto that property unless you are um, on a list and uh, they know you're coming. She says they were ushered into the lobby where they were met by Trump. The president was extraordinarily gracious um, and uh, said to Ye, should we, should we go to dinner? And that's when I stepped in and said, sir, uh, to the president, sir, um, it is my understanding that you were supposed to have a private uh, dinner in meeting with, yay, I'm happy to take these two gentlemen to the bar. He then said, I'm going to leave that up to yay. And yay said, no, I'd like everyone to join us for dinner. Did the president ask, who are these guys? Uh, yay just introduced uh, them by first name. Trump claimed in a post that he didn't know Nick Fuentes was a notorious Holocaust denier. I don't believe that the president knew who Nick Fuentes was. Um, and even if his last name was given, I'm not sure that the president would know his background. What did you guys eat? We ate a traditional uh, Thanksgiving meal, which was not on the menu. I do understand, and, and this has been reported, that the conversation got heated at, at some point. It was really over the comments that the president made about Ye's um, ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. What did he say? Basically, not so nice words. And then Ye basically said, that's the mother of my children. Do you think, considering the fallout from this dinner, that 
Trump regrets it at all? I haven't spoken to the president. I don't know how he feels about it. How about you? Do you have any regrets? You know, hindsight's 2020 less. If I had known that this was going to take a turn like this, of course, I would have probably declined even driving. Published reports say associates of Mr. Trump are trying to put into place vetting procedures to prevent another incident like the dinner from happening again. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, the most popular Christmas toys of the season. Give this guy a hug. Can you feel how soft he is? And inside the first state dinner in three years, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Jennifer Garner and her lookalike daughter, John Legend and pregnant Chrissy Teigen. And wait till you see the menu. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The National Retail Federation says Americans will spend around $1,000 on gifts this Christmas. And if you've got little ones on your list, here are this season's most sought after toys. We're at Mary Arnold Toys in Manhattan for shopping tips from expert Madeline Buckley. So our biggest one for this holiday season is shop early and shop often. And if something's out of stock, don't be disheartened because these stores are continuously restocking. It's not the same situation as last year. There is a pretty decent supply flow. So definitely check back. Don't be disheartened. (laughs) Buckley also tells our Allison Hall to shop around for bargains. You're going to find really great toy options at your Walmart, your Target. But definitely check out your local toy stores like the one that we're standing in right now. They have a great supply and they're toy experts as well. So they're going to be able to help you find things that are going to fit in your budget and make your kids happy. Also, definitely don't underestimate the discount stores, your five belows, your big lots, your dollar generals. They have really awesome toy supplies, and they're all going to be in that lower five to ten dollar price point. The season's hottest gift ideas are toys with surprises that kids can rip open. So you can see this is a five surprise mini brands capsule. These are only going to run in that five to ten dollar price point. And inside, there's going to be these little blind bags. You want to open one up, see what you find inside. Sure. This is inside. Inside, yeah. Okay. And you got a teeny tiny version of Ooh. a subway. 
cup. It's for three plus, but even the tweens and teens are gonna think this is really fun. So this is a brand you may have heard of, Squishmallows. How, are you familiar? Uh, I am not. So they have personality. They're so cute, so collectible, and so, so cuddly, soft. and so soft. And there will be a lot of last minute shoppers. A poll found that 62% of Americans say they'll wait till the week before Christmas to buy gifts. We'll be right back. Still to come. Inside the first state dinner in three years. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Jennifer Garner and her lookalike daughter. John Legend and pregnant Chrissy Teigen. And wait till you see the menu. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you choose Organic Valley... Not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. President Biden just hosted his first state dinner, and a who's who of politics in Hollywood was there. It's the first state dinner in three years. Jennifer Garner made a rare appearance with her lookalike daughter, Violet. Julia Louis Dreyfus also made it a family affair, bringing her actor son, Charlie Hall. Chrissy Teigen wore a billowing pink gown over her baby bump, with husband John Legend at her side. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden wore a navy floral gown by Oscar de la Renta. Brigitte Macron's white and silver dress was Louis Vuitton. They all rode trolleys to a glass pavilion set up on the South Lawn, where they joined 350 VIPs. Red candles and candelabras lit the tables as celebs chit-chatted with politicians. Embattled Hunter Biden was also there. So what's on the menu? Butter poached main lobster and caviar, beef and triple cooked potatoes, a French touch of pre-dessert cheeses, and orange chiffon cake with creme fraiche ice cream. Viva la France and God bless America. And still to come, he's the big cheese, literally. Finally today, a chunk of cheese for 10 bucks was a deal he couldn't refuse. This guy is really proud of buying that big cheese wheel. And what are we going to do? No clue. <laughs> How much cheese? 44 pounds of cheese. <laughs> Hubby really is the big cheese. Everybody's getting cheese for Christmas. I bet they are. That is Inside Edition for today. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. 
John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.